This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends podcast. We are joined today by the one and only Andre Hankshua. Welcome back, young man. Welcome. Hi, guys. Am I your number one right now? Uh, Yeah, I mean, by default, I think. (laughs) I love being the number one to the host. Yeah. Mm. It's a good role. I personally hate it. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're the number two to the host. That's just because you're number one to Conrad. If it was like somebody else, you probably wouldn't care as much. Yeah, it's, it's... Difficult to show deference to <laughs> to the LGM LMA nine crowd to the LGIP LMA nine. Let's get it popping in incorporated LLC, <laughs> which you yeah. can't incorporate. Which you can't incorporate. You can't both incorporate and be an LLC. You're getting, but you can get it popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has gotten it popping. He's really getting it popping. From what I saw on his IG, it's his third bullet already in this yeah. main event. I'm rich. Fifty two hundred. I think Tom's the one that's actually getting it popping. He popped his kings right off the knee. Oh poor, oh, poor Conrad. Poor bastard. Yep. Queens yeah. beats kings. Runs out of straight. Such is. And, and of course, he flopped the set. Too. Yeah. So he looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. Just like super dead. Yeah. Bink bink. <laughs> well, we'll later. see you later, Connie. They Get did. Back in there. Best of luck to you, young man. I think Corey and. A uh, friend of the pod, Jamie Kerstadter, are both playing today. Mm-hmm. They were smart enough to take day 1A off. As we all know, the Borgata will suck you dry if you give it the chance to. <laughs> I missed out on my 50K donation that usually comes annually every January this year. Decided to forego that one. Yeah. Maybe you, can go always, to- you can always donate in uh, Florida. No, nah, I figured weeks. I'd go to Florida where I min cash everything. There you go. Looks Looks promising. Yeah. Probably be the chip leader with like 50 left, finish 33rd. That's, that feels, that's so spot on. That feels about right. <laughs> <laughs> can that not happen? Can yeah, you just I, like could, win? I, could, I could just, you know, bust. No, can yeah, you win yeah, instead? You just, yeah, you could just bust. Not cash. Right, not cash, bust. Look, Day I'm trying one. for the above average outcome, man. Yeah. I do well in Florida. I do very, very well to win one and a half buy-ins on average. Now nah, that'd be really good. You won more. You won. You did well last time. Last time you went, you got second in a tournament. I'm, I'm being sincere. I always make money in Florida. Or not always, but like I, I have a lot of caches in Florida. I just don't. I've never not cashed the 3,500 in Florida. One for one? One for one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how sample size works. That was when you were backing me. Brandon wow. and I both cashed. Remember that? Yeah, that was... A long time ago. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the last bit of hope that I had yeah. for you too. Yep. Yeah, you were just like, oh man, maybe I can get my money back. And then now uh, we both like practically made cash. Yeah. So. Then we went to the Brigada and collectively lost a hundred thousand. Mm. A tortoise never changes his shell. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Artis, you thinking about getting those streets? I'm playing. Streets? Thir- I'm playing the thirty-five hundred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, have you budgeted or are you planning on saddying? Uh, I budgeted. <laughs> okay. I think we. Have, and by budget, I mean uh, who wants to take a picture? <laughs> right. <laughs> we have we have a song for this. We have tortoise in the main. It's the tortoise in the main. He brings the pain. It's the tortoise in the main. We're in the car. We're in the car coming back. We're in the car coming back from. Uh, 
I, it was from it was the right satellite before, yeah. for the WPT mm-hmm. 10K. Trying to get the tortoise in the main. Yeah, and we started we started creating the tortoise in the main song. It was yeah. by we, I mean mostly me, and then Brian the, was driving. The tortoise didn't get into WPT main. He Next did not get then. in. The, but you're getting in the Florida main. Getting in the Florida tortoise main. Tortoise in the main. Whether I have, to, I have to buy the, the all myself or not. Are you still going to play all the saddies? Um, I don't know. See how much time there is. I might. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. The main caches go insane. It's the tortoise in the main. The it's, <laughs> then he's like, then you start opening up and dancing. The saddles will probably be pretty good. So yeah. seems like uh, something to jump into, unless they have like a, another prelim that's better. We'll see. Look, we really take a look at that schedule. I, I, I don't have good faith in the tortoise. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about your play, but <laughs> it's really good. I do know <laughs> it's a really that good. You game. let Guapo know your win rate on. On WSOP, yeah, it's pretty good. And I tried guessing it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was way under. Yeah, it's it's a way little skewed under. for a few different reasons, but um, still good. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like if you go to Pro Poker Labs, it says like my ROI is like 135. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really funny. You're gonna I understand break, that that you're includes break that, in, that includes the uh, the 10K main event seat I won for 80 dollars, and it also doesn't include like i play a lot of like the rebuys on there and i think it only counts them as like you know what one like not not the rebuy or the add if you if you pay for the subscription there's actually a feature where it will track all of your re-entries as well really yeah yeah Mm. uh it's funny that you call it pro poker labs because i too also poker labs that's what it's called it's poker pro labs uh poker pro labs yes but but i always get it wrong to the point where like i'm literally on it right now sorry poker pro labs Uh, i'm i'm literally on the site right now Mm -hmm. uh and to get there i said to myself you always get this backwards search the right thing this time and i go pro poker (laughs) (laughs) while you're there uh i'll plug in uh sulfur bride sulfur bride let's see what sulfur bride i for one think that your roi for sulfur bride is too low and that you're due Mm, do theory what what do you do for i think you're uh, he's due to win the main okay average win the main (laughs) average buy-in twenty dollars not bad total winnings fifty four thousand jesus christ (laughs) total profit are you kidding total profit thirty one thousand average profit twenty six dollars Bad. So he has a. You 30... win a buy-in and a half every time you click the enter button. Yes, yeah. it's That's the tortoise in the main. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the tortoise in the main. In the main. Bro, Brian, uh, you're so get good. Brian in the fucking main. I'm selling at 1.5. Brian, yeah, <laughs> Brian is gonna sell out so fast this year. Operation Tortoise Town. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Crowdfund the tortoise. Sneakily. Yeah, slow Sneakily and steady good. wins the race. I've been telling you. Haven't I been telling you? The tortoise moves at his own pace. <laughs> The tortoise in the main. I'm going to make a song now. I have to do it. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that I never win, but I min cash every single thing I play. So that's that's just money back always. It sounds like you should just take out a loan. (laughs) Brian's definitely Yoda in this spot. Landon, you're 100% Anakin. And then obviously that would make you Obi Wan. You you haven't seen Star Wars though, right? Uh, I did when I was like four. Oh, okay. Why am I not Luke Skywalker? No, no, no. This is the main character wins. Uh, well, is he not the main character? Luke Skywalker is you don't win. Oh, so Lamanna's Luke Skywalker? No, no, no. no. Lamanna, no I'm Yoda. Lamanna's Yoda. Uh, I'm always wow. green. He's I'm always an- green somehow. He's Anakin. Uh-huh. And then you're... Anakin's the new ones. I don't know who that yeah, is. Well, His brother, the maybe? older, newer ones. The mm. episode one. Right. Anakin is, Anakin Darth, is Vader. Darth Vader. Oh, Does that okay. mean I'm Chewbacca? <laughs> Chewie? Oh, oh, you look like a Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> but you are Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
which is the robot no he's That's c3po he's like the mentor he's the one that yeah like, he's the yeah. mentor he kills himself oh so that yeah he can be in luke skywalker's head oh perfect mm, yeah. yeah that sounds like me That's he also role? trained anakin <laughs> right right sure sure so, yeah. yeah this this sounds like me i feel like chin would be anakin yeah. though well, oh, maybe yeah. Chin's is just Darth Vader. You're, no, no. you're Anakin. Chin's the Chin's evolution. Uh, bro, you're on Palpa Chin. No, Palpatine is the emperor of the dark side. Yeah, the, oh. of the Sith. The, basically, uh, the Darth Sith. Vader's uh, Boss. mentor. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars fans losing their minds. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Butchering Star Wars. The irony the is that I don't remember anything from Star Wars. I know very little about it, but I do get most of the references because I was a huge Spaceballs fan. Oh. Yes. And it was just my Schwartz uh, is bigger than Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. The entire movie was just an entire. Uh, it was an entire spoof Oof, on on Star Wars. Yeah. So this is Spaceballs. Yeah. Yes, you never heard of Spaceballs? Of I've heard not. of it. I've never oh. seen it. Oh, classic! It's just so it's a parody Star Wars. Mm -hmm. One of the yeah. greatest directors of it's all time. So eighties and it's so great. Uh, Mel, it's like the tortoise and the who is it? Mel uh, Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah. He was. He really was into the. Wait, did he? No, it was. Uh, What's his face from All in the Family? Did the Princess Bride? Uh, yes. Meathead, come on, Meathead from All in the Family. Oh. He's the director now. Yeah. Um. Uh, Reiner. Right. Ra yeah. Reiner. Yeah. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Yeah. Yeah. He did Princess Bride. He did. Yeah. Um, well, I know that that same uh, main actor did another Bel Mel Brooks movie, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That, that's probably. What uh, he mm -hmm. was also the lead in Saw. In yes. the original Saw. Yes. Yeah, but he was like chubbier then, a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. A little right. Uh, I, I, in, I don't remember um, his name. He's a Brit. Yeah, he was in uh, <clears throat> X Files too. Oh, wow. In, never, in the later seasons. Never saw that, seasons, obviously. Yeah. Too, too much for me. Um, Guapo, I sent you my login for uh, Poker Pro Labs. Uh, we'll probably need that at some point. But before we get to all of the controversy, let's call it, around uh, this past. $7,777 high roller bracelet event. <laughs> the online. quad seven. Yeah, seven. The quad seven. The 7777. Uh, before we get to the controversy surrounding that, uh, there's a few things that I want to, to discuss. Uh, first and foremost is we do have an update on the health of Damar Hamlin. Uh, it seems as though he is stable, but still, uh, still critically ill according to the update uh, from the Buffalo Bills. Um, it seems as though he's... Uh, everything seems to be intact. His he's, lungs are continuing to heal. He's neurologically <laughs> intact, which is the biggest thing. That means his, his brain is functioning the way right. it should. Um, the, uh, the doctors just had a press conference. I was watching it before I came over here. Um, and they said that he's communicating, obviously not verbally, because he's still um, on a breathing tube. So they want to continue to uh, let his lungs heal and hopefully he can get off the breathing too soon but he's able to uh, communicate through uh, physical things he can shake his head yes or no and he can actually write on uh, he was you know communicating uh, through uh, a written he just had a pen and paper he was writing things down it's funny that the first thing he asked was did we win so that but that's good he's like yeah. he's so he's fully there he understands that you know he was got hurt in a game and uh, and he wanted to know the outcome of the game. It was like his main concern. So uh, it's really good to see that, um, you know, they said he's not out of the woods yet, obviously, and he's still slowly recovering, but these are all good signs. It's good to see that. Hopefully he can make a full recovery. We'll see. 
Yeah, it seems as though <clears throat> they still haven't. in his hands and toes. And right, they, they still haven't, like, diagnosed him. They, um, they said it's still, they're still running tests. Yeah, because someone asked if it was uh, Mocio Cortez or Cort, Cor. We'll never get it right. Yeah, whatever that was called. But that, um, and they said it, you know, we, we're still running tests, so we don't know if he had an underlining issue or if it was, um, uh, you know, what happened to um, the, uh, what was the hockey player's name that that happened to? Uh, Chris Pronger. Mm-hmm. He, he was actually did an interview yesterday, uh, and they were asking him, you know, what was it like? And, and he said, like, you know, he just got, when he got hit with the puck, um, he just felt like the sharp pain and then, like, like dizzy. And then he just, like, woke up in a hospital. He, he, well, no, he, you know, he woke up. He said, see, the difference with him, because, you know, he went on to keep playing and mm-hmm. like 12 years after that. Yeah, yeah. And was, he started breathing right away on his own. Oh, so that okay. was a huge difference. Um, he said he, he woke up and had no idea, like, was like what is going on and he just saw like the banners on the rafters like because so he he was uh, awake and conscious while he was still on the ice and started to breathe on his own again which obviously um you know was, was less severe than what happened to uh Mar. so um but yeah it's 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 crazy hopefully that he can make a full recovery and and um live a, a normal life yeah, it's uh, it's a scary thing because <clears throat> obviously things like this happen in sports all the time. It's you you don't want to make too big a deal of it as far as like being the overreactionary crowd of saying like this is why football should be banned and everything else. Like oh, yeah. okay, maybe there's a debate there, uh, but um, you know things like this happen all the time. Like we we look at these elite athletes and we see them as impervious to anything human. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to take a, a Mack truck to take these guys down, but there are so many stories throughout the course of history. Like we look back to like Len bias in the eighties who had an underlying heart condition, uh, as well as, uh, I believe he was, um, a, a bit, a bit of one for the nose candy. And then ultimately had uh, a heart attack and died on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry was mentioning like a few soccer players have, have gone through the similar thing where they were hit in the chest and, yeah. uh, you know, kind of passed out on the, on the, we see it all the time where freak things happen. Um, that you don't want to be a part of the sport, but like it may be, but uh, the idea here is like, obviously hopefully he just speedy recovery. Everything ends up working out. Well, we don't care if he plays football again or not. Right. Like obviously you, you want to him to live, uh, live a normal right. life. Right. But like, yes. you know, as a Steeler fan, this happened to Ryan Shazier where he was paralyzed on the field for a short period yeah. of time. Also it happened in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it happened to Shannon Sharp also, or not Shannon Sharp, uh, Sterling Sharp, Sterling Sharp. Uh, for mm-hmm. where they were temporarily paralyzed and like, you know, Sterling made a full recovery. Ryan Shazier made like close to a full recovery. He's probably like eighty percent, ninety percent to to where he was, but it cost him his career. And right. at this point, like you know, obviously that's the the least of anybody's it's a concern. Secondary thing, right? For right. Sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hopefully he does have a sort of Chris Pronger esque type of return, and you know, this is all just uh, formalities when it's all said and done. But yeah, the the lack of lungs working is uh, kind of frightening. Um, especially but since they said they are they are improving and getting yeah better, so yeah <clears throat> yeah uh, I, I guess maybe it's like not wanting to put things public but I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't been uh, more of a inclination towards a diagnosis and uh, I imagine they just don't want to speculate publicly that and I think yeah I think they I think they just you know these things take time and sure. so so like. I, I believe the doctors when they said that they're still running tests and that they don't want to be like 
say like, oh, it could be this or it could be that. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what like, I mean. Yes, it could, but but until they have all the tests done, then they're not gonna, <clears> better they're not to say when you know it. Say. Yeah. yeah, listen, as a as a huge fan of the show House, I am very <laughs> well versed in how diagnostics go. Yep. Uh, never you, seen House. Oh I know God. I know of Great it, show. but I've never seen it. Greatest television show. Aren't ever. there like infinite seasons? Wait, of that is show? it better than How I Met Your Mother? Yes, <laughs> significantly better than How I Met Your Mother. Debatably better than Dawson's Creek. Wow. Now very we're talking debatable. Now we're talking close. The upper echelon of Joey TV Joey shows. Potter man. You know what ruined Dawson's Creek? <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise ruined Katie Holmes. There's, there's a difference. Uh, what ruined Dawson's Creek, and I'm sure that, you know, it was that time or that, that, that era where everybody wanted to be edgy and kind of like, you know, do the... Her, and Her Pace, ending Pace, up with Pacey, Pacey yeah. is the most... It, it, mm -hmm. it would have been like friends ending with Rachel and Joey getting married. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You have a simple script to stick to, man. They fell in love when they were 15. They spend the entire show, will they, won't they? They finally hook up, and then mm -hmm. she lands with Pacey? Yeah, the the office, they tried to, to, to fuck up uh, Jim and Pam's whole yeah. thing, too. Yeah. Where, like, she's like... Like he was gonna cheat on her, and then she started finding interest with one of the cameramen that was doing the documentary. Like right. they broke the fourth wall, and so like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think like well, they tried to impress too. They tried to fuck up Ross and Rachel, and then yeah, everybody yeah, stopped yes, watching right, season nine. Right, and they're exactly. like, oh. it's like okay, yeah, when it was uh, uh, Joey and um, and Rachel, Rachel yeah, yeah, like I think it, these shows they get to a point they run so long that they just have to like try something different because or else it's just the same thing they need something new and i think it's one of those, those things, things where you get a little flop. too close to it too that's the best shows just say you know what we're done like this is where the show is and it ends we're not going to try to drag it on for three more seasons and have it just be three terrible seasons they're just like this show has run its course it it's it is great how it is and let's just end it now. there's less money in that the, mm -hmm. the real irony is that by trying to be contrarian you actually end up being exactly the same Friends did a, a plot line with Joey and Rachel ending up getting together and they steered away and it finally was Ross and Rachel. Uh, Dawson's Creek did Joey and uh, Pacey. Pacey and that was like the finality of it all. Uh, How I Met Your Mother after like, it, it, it almost followed identically to the Friends script. Mm -hmm, right. Same thing, like the whole love interest was between Robin and Ted and it was will they, won't they forever. They finally got together and they broke up and it was still will they, won't they, whatever. And then she fell in love with Barney who was like a secondary character. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately married him in the final season. And, uh, you know, basically like they did this time lapse then thereafter where in like the last three episodes, uh, a decade had passed, they had gotten divorced, and now Ted and Robin got together. Mm -hmm. And it was the shittiest ending of all time. <laughs> it was so fucking lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, don't, just don't go through the rigmarole mm -hmm. of a secondary character getting the girl only to have the rug pulled later so that the love interests that are supposed to end up together. All right, I'm, I'm on one, but... <laughs> Tangent, that was the very tangent, important tangent. information that Matt wanted to get Look, to. Look, that was... I've had enough, okay? You know, you're not, you're not new. You're not unique. Just fucking... You start with two people who are the love interest of your show. You end <laughs> with two people with the love interest of the show. Even if it costs you three or four seasons of some boring-ass shit where other things happen, you know? It's amazing how we can go from Damar Hamlin to How I Met Your Mother. Well, here we are, Brian, <laughs> okay? Now, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about <laughs> it? It didn't end Wonder Years, too. Kevin, with, yes. Kevin got with uh, mm. Winnie 
I think at the last episode, they were like making out in a barn and they're like, yeah, I met her up and her mm. husband and her kids. I have to interject. Yeah. He, he kissed Winnie on the very first episode in the park. Oh. Well, yeah, that's what sparked the love interest. Yeah. Mm. But, but, but they didn't end Audrey's up together. saying they didn't end up together. Oh, okay. That's also, funny. by the way, uh, I like how Guapo just comes we're, in. We're just going to keep doing six degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. Winnie, Winnie, and uh, Joey Potter both made uh, appearances on How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Mm. Did you well, know that there was like a theory that Marilyn Manson was? Yes. Yeah. Paul. Yeah, Paul. They I looked a that. lot alike. Okay. That is funny. There's also a theory that Marilyn Manson removed two ribs to suck his own dick. Yep, heard that one too. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's let's roll back because I know another one now. Fred Boy Savage. Meets World, hundred percent. You know it. Mm, Fred, yeah. yep. Fred Savage's brother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. how did him and Topanga spend any time apart? Right. I have no clue. Insane. Topanga was a smoke show. Smoke All show. All her life. To be fair, in Boy Topanga Meets World, they did it. They did it a little bit more. They they just created hurdles for them, right? Like they never really saw anybody else. I don't think at any point there was like a, a substantial boyfriend girlfriend dynamic. Like it wasn't like she started dating Sean. That would have just been that would have been terrible. I would have turned the show off. Yeah. By the way, did you watch Girl Meets World? I did not. Worth it. Really? Can't believe Disney canceled it. Uh, as an adult who should be embarrassed to say that that show was good, <laughs> lived up to every bit of the hype that you could Bustin imagine. For real, for real. For real. I know they real. brought back a lot of the characters. All, almost all of them. Wow. Uh, Angela came back for a couple episodes. Sean was back for most of the seasons. Uh, Corey and Depang obviously were married. It's their daughter that, and he's the teacher now, so he's in Feeney's role. It was great. Wow. Can't can't say enough about it. It was fantastic. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, this is the first episode. Yo, this is W Riz. Landon, this is where it all begins. This this is where you become a romantic that, at heart. I remember watching that when I was younger and thinking like Winnie is an absolute smoke show. This is the girl of my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get into your villain arc and then you pretend that nothing's real and nothing matters. What is wrong with you right now, Landon? Yeah, that's like season seven. It would be funny that if back take. in the eighties, like you, your brain actually used the term smoke show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was six, man. I was like, this girl's a smoke show. <laughs> On when it's six. Have you guys uh, seen got that dog in him at six? <laughs> Have you guys seen that like when um Wonder Years came out or that seventy year that seventy show came out, if we did a show right now, it'd be like that two thousands uh show or whatever yeah i, I was oh, that, yeah crazy. i saw a wait but why post that yes i saw the same one that tried to show you uh how dating works like as far as like back dating goes and he said that uh there were a few i'm gonna get a lot of these wrong but basically like kids now see the 90s the when way we, we saw, saw the, the 70s, 70s. Uh, or maybe the and 60s. Then, and then, and then, yeah, then, then we, like the 70s, the way we saw uh, like the 50s or, or like, yeah. Like, no, no, no. That's, sorry, that's what, what it was. was the Back to the Future, right? Like yeah. if, if Back to the Future happened now, they would go back to, uh, to the it? 90s. 1993. Yeah, yeah. Oh and and kids, kids now see. Instead of going back to 1955, we go back to 1993. That's it's crazy. so wild. Right. So kids now see the 90s the way that we saw the 50s. That's 30 year gap. Crazy. No, well, that, that's not a 30-year gap. Yeah. Kids now, or I guess, the no, or sorry, the way yeah. we saw the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. if a kid's 10 now, mm -hmm. uh, it, it would basically be like a 20-year gap. Yeah. Which is pretty insane. Mm -hmm. 90s don't feel that far off, man. They, don't. <sighs> they do for Landon. 
Montel Jordan was like. Landon was around for one of the 90s. The 99. Last one. <laughs> last one. Snuck in. He snuck in. 90s, baby. Lucky for you, man. Can you imagine if you had missed the 90s? What an era. Oh. What an era. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm convinced that Guapo is actually like a thousand years old uh, because if you look at his younger pictures, he mm. looks exactly the same. Maybe yep. put on a little bit of weight here and there, but you know, he goes in and out of his, um, you know, child blood sucking time. So Man, we talked about it pre Guapo and I are going to get back on the, Guapo's going to take the super serum and the become He-Man again. Grandpa, do you have any uh, pictures you loaded up right now? No, no, none of his pictures are safe for work. None of them are safe for work. Actually, I do have a video I can load. Let me get right on that. I would love to. I would love to do some editing on that video. I would love to do some editing on that video so that we can make it PG. There's and, no and way. Just, There's just, literally no there no is. Way. There is. We would just have to do like a lot of cropping, but then just do a hyper zoom on Guapo's, Guapo's face, face when yeah. he smiles at yeah. the camera. <laughs> Forget being demonetized. Or, We're just going to get we straight banned. We could just show that image of the face and say, what is Guapo smiling at? No, yeah, honestly, like you could show that you could show the image of the face and turn it into a gif where like the, the uh, comic glasses come down and Thug Life yeah. just shows up. <laughs> da, 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 da. Bro, we could so yeah, good. we could have that as an emote in the chat. Just the guapo just the guapo face. Yeah, the thug life guapo face. Yeah. I love it. Um man. Jeez. Transitioning to to all things poker, uh, I want to give a huge shout out to young Jeremiah Williams who started this streaming challenge. He's on day four of trying to turn a 50k bankroll into 200k. Uh, I'm not exactly sure of what the <laughs> what what the the strict rules. Why are you laughing, <laughs> Andre? Oh, Andre was shocked at this challenge idea. I see. Uh, I'm not sure what the strict rules are as far as like the 50k bankroll goes. Does he have to abide by like strict bankroll management? I have no idea. I or think he just. just I think he just can't go. But like, if he goes bust, then he loses, right? Loses like I don't what? think he is buying. Like he just loses the challenge. All right, and then he has to probably start it again. He, reload? he has more than fifty k to his name is what's very yeah. important. Right, but to I, understand. like he's not going to take five k and then play quarter fifty. So I guess that's what I'm asking. Is like he's obviously not going to not play quarter 50 or 50 100 if it runs on wsop like yeah that might not be he's a professional he can't pass on those he spots. probably just wouldn't consider that as part of like the challenge right, right? right, right if yeah. he says i have 10 buy if i have 5k i have 10 buy-ins make some sort like of stipulations a, like for a it. separate bankroll right i mean he is playing 10 20 that's still pretty aggressive for yeah. 50k yeah i mean i think he just sits he, i think he just gets the yellow whenever he wants we had him uh we're gonna we're gonna have him on next week i think when he's feeling better and he can kind of talk All right, about we're gonna grill him over this yeah. yeah we'll say we'll say what rules do you have He's gonna say none. <laughs> say we fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. Yeah, uh, he's balling right now. But yeah, he's doing really well. He won thirteen point six k yesterday, playing uh, heads up five ten and ten twenty on WSOP. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so he's up to seventy three thousand five hundred dollars. Uh, Guapo was saying that on his on his stream, he was saying like best case scenario, he could do this in a couple months. Worst worst case scenario, it takes him like a year. I think like. For two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I think if he sun runs, like it's very conceivable to do this in like a month or less, yeah. possibly less. I mean, if you're playing, if you are shotting quarter fifty, right? If you just sun run the entire time and quarter fifty runs, a well, bit, it's just a matter of if it runs. Yeah, yeah. And, but if you're playing ten twenty, I mean, we've seen. 50 buy in months before. I for right? sure, for sure during COVID. When quarter 50 was running daily, I for sure went on 150K swings 
in shorter periods of time than a month. Yeah. Like for sure had 150K like weeks. Fuck, I had 150K session uh, <laughs> versus MJ Perry. And yeah. also versus... uh one two, but yeah. Uh, no, 51. 51. Uh, yeah, and also versus... Uh, why am I forgetting? Acro? Sports cards. My man, Blaze- Blaznik. Blaznik, yeah. You uh, played that- Acro too. Yeah, that was a... That was a Jesus Christ, how big was that final pot? 80K? It's a lot. Yeah, so that was like an 80K session just at quarter 50. Yeah. But the straight hand? You got like... Yeah. Like yeah. ten thousand big blinds in. Yeah, that was one of the wildest deep stack hands I've ever played in my life. Like, thank God I had the nuts and didn't have to think about anything. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to think about was fading. It was like I'm just gonna keep putting in raises and whatever this man is doing. I hope I hold raises and praises. <laughs> it was definitely a lot of raising and praying for sure. <laughs> it's weird when poker, like no matter how good you are at a certain depth, whenever like a big pot is brewing, it just distills down to like. How fortunate am I going to get mm-hmm. based off of whatever mistake is yeah. being made? Yeah. yeah. How fortunate am I going to get when I have enough flush draw and he bets really mm-hmm. big and the heart comes off and it's clean? Right. right. Yeah. I remember you posting that in chat and just thinking like, you know, a lot of people are just going to look at this hand and see it for the hand. But you like, you like uh, fertilize this, this land to get to this point. Bro, we played heads up for 16 hours. <laughs> oh my it God. was six Jeez. o'clock in the morning. I can't even explain what my feeling was after this hand other than relief. Like I was just so relieved to see him click the sit out button and know that I was just like done because you know, while it's going on, it's like there are points where you're battling, falling asleep. Like you're in between hands and you're kind of nodding off and like waking <laughs> yourself. It's not like you're fucking sharp at this point. <laughs> You know, and now all of a sudden it's like you're in a single raised pot where you flop the nuts straight. So, so there's literally five big blinds in the middle and we are a, a thousand big blinds effective. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> there's five big blinds in the middle. And this hand gets it all in somehow. Prior to the river, Andre. <laughs> prior to the river, we were all in. It was on the turn, right? It was on the turn. Oh, yeah. We were all in on the turn. He had like a combo draw. Uh, he turned a combo draw. Yeah, yeah. He had a naked nine on the flop. So <laughs> I, I believe I had like, I think I had eight, nine of clubs or sorry, eight, nine with the nine of clubs or the eight of clubs. It had to be the eight of clubs actually. Uh, and it just came like five, six, seven. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be reductive. This was a three bet pot. He did three bet me. Okay. Okay. Ma- makes it a little, a little bit, bit better. better. There's 20 blinds yeah. in the middle and we're. Probably 950 effective. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But yeah, it was just like, is 50. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your that was your biggest online pot was 80k. Uh, uh, probably not. That was your biggest big blind pot. Yeah, for sure, the most big blinds I've ever won in a pot. Because yeah. the flop went just like bet raise raise raise. Yeah. Raise. So he see. It, I don't want to give away too much, but basically, like, after 16 hours of play, I was just like, this guy auto C-bets all boards. Uh, and he C-bets, and I was just like, well, what a time to have the nuts. Like, I already think that he's, like, you know, way out of line. Uh, so I put in a very small raise, and he puts in, like, a huge three-bet. And then I, like, four-bet click, and he calls. And then the turn is, uh, like, the... I, it gave him a... I think it was, like, the, the queen of clubs, maybe? You gave him a flush draw. Yeah, I gave him a combo draw. Um, and he just like blocks and I raise again and he jams. I'm like, call. <laughs> Hold, please. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I was literally on my porch outside watching the sunrise going, please don't do it to me. <laughs> wow. It reminded me of like, uh, it reminded me when I played my biggest online pot, uh, when it was like 6am right before my flight to Florida, January mm -hmm. of last year, uh, when it was 50 hundred where, uh, Sean McCarthy, uh, turbo on WSOP, uh, Back five bet jam sevens, where I had queens and other guy had ace king for just like a 45k pot, like right before leaving. And then the game just fucking snapped just after held. that. Yeah, board comes 10, 6, 3, queen. And mm. like I had the big pot with, I think the bigger pot was with seven, with sevens. Right, so he's dead. Right, so he's dead, but like you're still always fading the jack for like the other side pot where the guy had like 5k or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, it doesn't the money doesn't it doesn't feel real when it's online right, you know it's course. just numbers on a screen yeah it's just digits it's, it's just, just it's just it's a it's, high score exactly it's just a high score but then mm -hmm. it's a high score where you can go uh, to the cage and yeah then yeah once you get like, the money in your hand then you're it's like whoa this is a this yeah, is yeah. a high score oh wow you did scoop though right <laughs> yeah i scooped and uh there was uh the memes everywhere the cat jams everywhere like yeah it never it never gets old man like there's always gonna be like that that heart pumpiness of just like playing big pot poker yep right you just always and i don't even know i don't know if it's like about the money itself or just the adrenaline of winning it you both. know like there's it's a both. there's a little bit of a difference right because i guess like you know financially if it's a big pot like it's a lot of money that without can, without the giant chunk of money behind it the adrenaline wouldn't be there right at least right? not in the same yeah, way that's right, for sure yeah. so it's definitely a little bit of both man High stakes poker is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of high stakes poker. Might have to bring it back. WSOP is kicking off a circuit series starting tomorrow. Oh, shit. I think it's two weeks long. I think it literally carries us into our trip. So uh, there's a pretty high likelihood that I'm going to play a bunch. Even stream though it? I don't really want to do either, to be honest. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't want to play and I don't want to stream, but uh, I can't see a reason to you play you want me to play for you no not on, not on your account on my account oh okay <laughs> i was gonna say with your money with your money my money well, well wow what, that's a, what, what about that idea you have brian you like back brian and brian streams him playing circuit events on the site no, it sounds awful. What are you talking about? You'll be rich at the end. Yeah. His, oh, I 130%. Okay. You back Brian and I'm, Brian streams on I'm the site. I'm functionally poor after spending all my money on a uh, car. You guys. Oh, okay, perfect. We can, uh, we we can not lease out that. the car. You guys, we'll, we'll wouldn't know, you guys wouldn't know a good opportunity if it smacked you in the face. <laughs> Absolutely based. Bro, your, your average buy-in is $26. <laughs> For now. The circuits uh, no, no, are no, no, $500. Oh, yeah, you're right. His ROI, His ROI is, is 26. That's right. My R is one hundred and thirty six. His R is not, unlimited. Not according to this. What? No. 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 You might have just been looking, or maybe I was only looking at this year. Maybe. Yeah, it's only one hundred and thirty percent. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those up in this <laughs> racket. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's mm -mm. see. What do we got? Uh, <laughs> we got. It's a tortoise review. How do I? How do I use this thing? I mean, I'm on the free one. It says ROI 129. Sorry, I must have lost a couple. You're crunching some numbers. Loss of the tortoise stock went down a couple mm -hmm. points. <laughs> went down a couple. My yeah, it's weird. I can only look at it year by year. Oh, oh, but you didn't play 2021. No. 
Not oh, too much. A little okay. bit, right? No, yeah. not too much. No, not at all. You literally don't have a single cash. Mm -hmm. uh, My, uh... Yeah, you have a 50% ROI in 2020. Uh, that's when he was learning. 375% ROI in 2019. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what that's I did. That's what I did. The all-in satellite for yeah. the main. Yeah, just, just absolutely mashing. This year, it's got to be somewhere around 60. Your average buy-in is, is, uh, is very consistent. Very <laughs> consistent at 26 to $27. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. Uh, your average profit's 38 and a half and your average R or your ROI is uh, 141 mashing kids God, out there in the streets damn. kid Same. is out it's there the tortoise in the streets the tortoise in the streets bro tortoise is gonna win the main in florida i fucking pray let's go you'll have a piece i'll have a piece i i'm functionally broke but i i know a good investment when it smacks me in the face <laughs> uh yeah i i do think i'll probably end up playing for sure some of them i don't i don't know how much of i don't know how much of my time i could dedicate to this because basically i have to like sacrifice an evening but <laughs> if i play i imagine i'll have to stream yeah it just seems to make sense maybe i'll hit up jeremiah and see if like there's something we can do where we like dual stream mm -hmm. um, that's fun i don't know how we could practically go about doing that but Figure it seems it. like something we could potentially do yeah because i'm gonna during that time poker go cup stuff is starting so i'm gonna play the circuit stuff until poker go cup starts next week and then play those yeah it seems like one, a good warm the up first one's tomorrow at um four o'clock it's a turbo 215 turbo mm. so i have to play on time i don't like a tortoise in a turbo uh tortoise is good in a turbo <laughs> but you go fast yeah it's okay <laughs> you're still, you're still actually why did I, I i just said i have to play on time that's so silly no you i don't reg. it's a turbo i max late reg yeah. mm -hmm. so i will not be streaming tomorrow yeah i won't stream any of the ones that i max late reg but maybe i'll stream sunday that seems well, like your only emergency yeah. final table stream maybe well i could uh, i yeah no promises i've done that I, so i did that for the wsop bracelet events yeah. and uh it's fine <laughs> it just like doesn't get the same it doesn't get the same buildup and uh you don't engagement. see the character arc yeah yeah you don't get the same buildup and engagement that you would if you had been streaming from like an hour out so maybe i'll just like stream everything when i cash the sunday one's good the sunday is a hundred k this is the tour this is the tortoise event it's mm. the monster stack mm -hmm. monster. monster stack yeah monster stack super turbo 100k yeah. no no super turbo uh <laughs> 45 minute levels <laughs> sure 12 minute levels 20k starting stack that's yeah i want to have a tournament be called the tortoise stack or Daniel, we'll talk to Daniel. i know yeah. i want to have a tortoise stack tournament where you get like three million in chips <laughs> that's a lot of chips Jeez. <laughs> big line big line is 100 120 yeah. the most important thing about a tortoise uh tortoise approved tournament is that there can be absolutely no late reg you have to start on time yeah you have to painfully go it's through. a freeze out like, where you start on time like, for what it's worth i max late reg everything doesn't matter doesn't yeah. matter it does not, if it it's a not tortoise event, well, that's not true the freeze outs i start pretty on pretty on time they um i max late reg the the revise sure because uh, you know but, i don't want to be in for too many buying right well if it's tortoise approved <laughs> it, it, you have to be there for the entirety of it so it's like you know you get a hundred thousand in starting chips blind start at five five and, and everybody, everybody has to be there yeah, on time. Yeah, why is the small blind got to be so big? How about, how about two and a half five? I don't know how to play these you double You have to blind. take scissors and cut your chips in half. <laughs> uh, um, oh my God. So yeah, hopefully uh, I will be in the streaming streets a little bit in the next week, week and a half or so. So stay tuned for that. Uh, keep a lookout. I'll let you guys know on social if and when that's going to happen. Um, 
while we're talking about WSOP and uh, call it feature events, so to speak, uh, there's some news reported yesterday uh, from Jeremy Osmus that the Dri I'm, I'm Jay Strizza, Jay Strizza, Jay Strizza, uh, the Jay Strizza account was banned uh indefinitely from wsp.com i don't know if that carries a ban then to the live venue or not usually their policy is banned one place banned all hmm. um so i think you know as the summer approaches uh we'll probably hear more from jaysterza if he is indeed banned um he didn't seem to have much to say yesterday he replied once in jeremy's thread i think uh you okay? No. You gonna throw up on camera? Maybe. That, that croissant man <laughs> came back to bite me. Uh -oh. oh God. That's rich. <laughs> That's coming rich from you. coming from you. Uh, I can't even find his reply, but basically he, he, he said like one thing like, uh, oh, here it is. Um, he said, they won't even tell me why they made this decision except in an email that says business decision. I called for weeks. Nobody would call me back. Um, I beat you straight up and your allegations are wrong. Losing with dignity is a better quality. You should work on that in 2023. Um, Jeremy said, bro, ask around. I've lost with dignity my entire career. This is literally the first time I've ever accused anybody of cheating in 18 years. I only bring it up to update the people that you were banned, not to try to argue my case any longer or anything like that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and uh, additionally, Dylan Lynn jumped into the thread and he said he had a similar experience for him himself this year. Found out the player who won the 3200 bracelet event the fall of 2021 uh, turn themselves and another account user in for cheating this event. Was told they can't discuss any actions, no money or bracelets awarded to those affected. Um, he said the person supposedly turned themselves in uh, this past summer. Same situation happened in the very next event. Uh, the 777 that I also final tabled was a different account played by the same player. Uh, that account owner did not turn themselves in. So uh, a lot of allegations getting thrown around, and I guess I can uh, impart my, I don't know if wisdom is the right word, but my knowledge on this situation as far as like just being in the high stakes community and knowing uh, what tends to take place in these, uh, in these fields. Um, generally, I think that it's on the up and up, but those of us who like play high stakes and grind relatively frequently, we know all the names. Like every one of us has a database of all the regulars on the site and who's who, uh, things of that nature. So when new accounts pop up, specifically during uh, feature events, we all take note. Now, the WSOP is a particularly, like the summer WSOP is a particularly tough time because there are a lot of people who are in town that otherwise don't have access to Nevada or New Jersey gaming and make an account strictly to play these bracelet events, right? So it's not that shocking to see a random European just kind of show up. Like uh, this past summer, like Clicker just started showing up in the pools. And obviously his name on there is not Clicker. So. His name is Landon's mom. Okay, well, you're going to throw it out there. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> his name is Landon's mom. Hi, which, mom, if you're watching, I love Landon you. Which Landon do you think he's talking about? Uh, you know, I'm sure there's other Landons who have moms out there. Yeah, sure. There are. Probably all of them. <laughs> I think I know who he's talking about, though, but that's okay. <laughs> His name is actually Marty. <laughs> That'd be really good. Uh, I, love you, I love you, Mom. We all love Marty Tice. Um, 
so you know the these there are going to be good players who appear with screen names that we don't recognize or whatever and it's up to us to do our due diligence to try to figure things out um but we always do take pause for concern whenever an unknown count runs deep uh there was a point where i think charlie hook won one of the high rollers and uh he was playing on a an account name it was his account but like he was playing on a name that nobody recognized and uh nobody really knew it was charlie and you know everybody was like you know this this recreational seems to be like showing up and winning uh what the fuck is going on going through due diligence we found out it was him unlikely that anything uh suspicious was going on right. everything's fine okay great uh now we move forward to like this jay strauss thing uh or sorry that's not even his name is it no. jay strizza what's his real name jason jared, jared strauss jared, jared strauss, strauss. Yeah, okay jared. uh he could be a J. yeah sure nickname for jared's well, J. You, you did j dot yeah okay there we go thanks that's why you're my number one man gotcha (laughs) my guy Mm. my guy right there uh so the thing with this account is that he did have a past history of having played on wsop and uh it's it's kind of erratic uh so i'm looking back now at uh the past well i set it to 100 but he didn't even play 100 tournaments in 2022 so it's more like the past 30 events that he played in 2022 and it does align with somebody who would play high buy-ins. Like, he played all of the bracelet events, or most of the bracelet events. Uh, you know, fired a bunch of the flipping goes. Uh, some $30 blast, which is a little strange, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, maybe the guy just enjoys a gamble. He's blasting. The issue is, is that, like, it's very erratic, okay? So, like, it's not, it's not enough to point to say, like, something isn't right here. But it's like he's playing a ten thousand dollar, or sorry, a five thousand dollar, a fifty three hundred dollar uh, hold'em freeze out, right? And then, like a few days later, he plays the twelve point five k turbo deep stack twenty seven dollar tournament with the tortoise. Okay. I mean, it's okay, fine. That's not that suspicious, I guess. Like maybe he was just drunk and wanting to fuck around. But then in August, he <laughs> plays the eighteen dollar. $1,250 guaranteed daily freeze out, which is too small of a buy in for even Tortoise. Yeah, I love that tournament. Come on, you don't play that tournament. Which one? It's a 12, <laughs> $1,250 guarantee. Oh, no, I don't play that one. Of course not. <laughs> oh, wait, the $5 freeze out? Yeah. No, 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 it's $20. The $20 freeze out? Yeah. I play it every day. Okay. <laughs> Apologies. Not every day, but I play. It uh, starts at two fifteen. Well, max late register. Bro, it's a shit. <laughs> Sometimes I don't get home in time. I don't play that term. No, but it starts at max late like two thirty. <laughs> yeah, but I don't uh, play that one though. It's a free fifty dollars for you. I literally cash that thing like sixty percent of the sure. time, and probably. I mean, table, like, I've never heard of that tournament before in my life. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like he could just it's be. A tw- it's a twenty five hundred dollar uh, guarantee now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no one's throwing shade at you. <laughs> Uh, See the toy. Get the tortoise in the main. He knows the stock structures. Yeah, he he knows the fucking structures. Get him in. Get me in the twenty dollar like, main. My my thing is is that like it it's it's not that suspicious to play like some small buy and stuff. Like maybe he's working on stuff. You know he claimed that he went and got a one on one coach and mm-hmm. uh, albeit he said that that happened in twenty twenty one. Um, but you know on uh, August twelfth he won the fifteen dollar rebuy for seven hundred bucks. And then uh, five days later, so he doesn't play for five days and then gets back on five days later and he wins the uh, $30, or sorry, he doesn't win it. He gets fifth in the $30 turbo deep stack for $1,000. Yeah. 
and then and then doesn't play again until September when the bracelet events come to be. It's like okay, if you're recreational, I guess like this <clears throat> this makes some sense well, to me. Yeah. If you're trying out RTA, this makes a lot of sense to me. Well, real quick, right? Just so like I can kind of maybe like obviously not taking sides here. When I first came to Vegas for the online series, yeah. like when COVID COVID had the first online series, <clears throat> I remember my first tournament was a 2K6 max online. And I, this is when I recently first started playing tournaments, sure. but I was a six max player and I did not know very much about tournaments. Same time, I also pulled up a $5 freeze out. Like I played a lot of very small things just to kind of get stacked up, stack sizes. The, and the important notion there is you played a lot. Yes. He's playing almost nothing. Okay. There's like weeks in between tournaments. Uh, so like on the 12th, he grinded exactly two tournaments, a $20 buy-in and a $15 buy-in. On the 17th, he played one tournament, a $30 buy-in. And then a month later, he's playing a 400, a 1K, a 600, a 2500, a 1500, a 500, a 1500, an 8K, or a 7700, whatever you want to call it, and then a 2K. I mean, it, it could, like, it, to take the other side, I mean, he could literally just, maybe he found backing, or maybe he came into a windfall, and then he wanted to play bigger because he, Likes to gamble a lot. Well, I mean, there, there are explanations. Yeah, like the that. thing before this though is one week prior to playing these small events, he played a one k, a seventy seven hundred, yeah. uh, a bunch of flipping goes, and then again the random like thirty dollar deep stack turbo is just like in the middle of it all. So it's like it's a precursor to him playing bigger buy-ins for some reason. I don't know. I'm not even speculating that he cheated. Like I, I'm just saying it not looks right. odd to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's incredible <clears throat> dissonance. Right, because there's also at the same time when the thirty and the twenty dollar and the smaller stuff is happening, there's still also bigger stuff running on the site. Correct. Like there's still five hundreds, like Tuesday show not being played. Thursday. He's also. I think he's done some of this stuff live too. Like he plays like the sixty dollar like South Point tournament, but then he also plays like, you know, like. Uh, sixteen hundred dollar tournaments and okay, like so that. that's that's worth bringing up. Uh, so if we go to if we go to his response, and this is way back in October when he was accused. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, "Hi, Twitter world. So a lot of you people have heard my name by now. I'm Jared Strauss, and I have some things to say. I recently won Event Twenty Four, the seventy seven hundred dollar high roller. Uh, you may not have heard of me before because I don't play often." Uh, in-person high roller events. I have played a handful of this exact online roller high roller though, as well as other buy-ins over 3K. Uh, so it's not my first rodeo. And yes, this WSOP online final table. Uh, oh, sorry. And yes, also WSOP online final table, not too far back. Uh, let's get that clear. First of all, I got beat up this past summer during the WSOP. I took a step back to work on my game. I watched countless hours of poker for months, as well as getting personal one-on-one -on -one private coaching. I felt it was time to get back in there when WSOP had what now seems to be an annual online bracelet series. Um, okay, so <clears throat> he's saying that he got beat up the summer of 2022 uh, and then took some time off before getting back in there for now the fall online WSOP series. Um, and I mean, it seems like that's consistent i mean if you look at like his online play during the summer he played mm -hmm. all the bracelet stuff yeah uh someone, he had one cash someone mentioned something like oh he didn't play at all in the uh the fall wsop but i mean that could be as simple as he didn't want to get vaccinated i, I don't know i'm just speculating but 
you know, there's a lot of people that didn't play that event for certain reasons. Uh, yeah, let's see what his online play looked like around that time. Um, so lock in where de detective Matt is on the case. So he played two events during, uh, the fall online, um, series of 2021. Mm -hmm. So while the live one was taking place, he played the 7,700 did not cash. And then he played the, uh, $700 tournament and did not cash. I think that there were more online bracelet events though, that fall other than those two. So it is a little bit surprising that he didn't play more. Um, but he did play the 7K, so it's not yeah. it's not that like wild. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, he also the summer prior in um, the summer of 2021 played three online bracelet events, all in the $500 buy-in range. Um, but prior to that, his his buy-in level is very 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 small. Uh, it's mostly like tortoise level buy-ins <laughs> with a couple 500s thrown in here and there. And I think Landon's point was a little bit worth taking note of uh all of these days where he's playing like these small buy-ins wsop is running like 250 dollars buy-ins 500 buy-ins 109 buy-ins and things of that nature around these events so it's not like as if he had nothing else to choose from and was just choosing to play small because he wanted to get in some volume uh he was very clearly specifically playing small whatever the reason was who knows right i mean there's a million things i could speculate right um but i want to kind of stick to what we actually do know to be true so uh, that's kind of just a, a, a quick rundown of the history of his play. I don't even know if Guapo showed any of this, but I'm, I'm pulling I this did. from, okay. Uh, I'm pulling this from Poker Pro Labs. Uh, if you sign in or whatever, you can go year by year and you can see like the last 50 to 100 tournaments that he played, whatever. Uh, so going back to his thread, um, he said, uh, do, 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 do. after making a deep run. Yeah. After making a deep run in the GG series main event and having other caches, I felt super confident and continued to the WSOP.com series. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to say anything about that. Like, I don't know how you go on a GG and I don't care. Uh, on top of that, it was my birthday. I couldn't ask for a better gift than a win. Uh, it was the most surreal feeling I had in my entire life. That, then that's what happens. I wake up the next morning to see the Jeremy Osmus is alluding that I must have cheated, used RTA, or that my account was ghosted. Uh, nonetheless, by people I've never even spoken a word to. Because why? He's never heard of me, question mark. Uh, firstly, I'm not a big social media guy. Okay, so this is just going to kind of be like why we've never heard of him, which is what it is. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to like... <laughs> Uh, defend himself in that also, regard. Also, if, if you're hearing static, that's rain. It's absolutely pouring wow, in Vegas that's... right now. Oh yeah, wow. I was like, crazy. I was like, why is there static coming through the yeah. through the uh, headphones? But it's just rain. Uh, so he says the next day I played event number twenty-five, a two K buy-in, and continued my heater, finishing thirteenth. I was I actually went deep in that event with him, uh, and I recall having him to my right, and I I, I was talking to Brewer uh, the entire time because we were basically trying to figure out the validity of if he was or was not being ghosted. Uh, I didn't get to play with him long enough to really make uh, a good assumption, but I remember noting early in the event that he kind of played shitty. Like he was doing some... Whatever, he was doing some things that like you wouldn't expect a good high roller player to do mm -hmm. early on in the event. And then I think we got seated again later, and he seemed to be playing relatively well. But, you know... It's tough to make yeah. too much of an assumption there because it's like early in the event, you're hundreds of blinds deep and right. limping is pimping. Yeah, people do some shit, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, later in the event, you know, you're 30 effective and it's like, okay, he finds proper shoves and 
whatever like he's competent that's that's not really all that shocking um yeah it's weird when like not in this case obviously but like someone starts like limping a bunch and like you see like deuces or whatever and then like just button big blind for like 20 you see them jam deuces and it's like yeah whoa yeah uh so he said i was super stoked to play the 3200 the next day uh but when i logged in my account was locked and suspended i immediately called wcp to find out what the hell was going on and they didn't tell me anything or give me any reason as to why i was banned i received a phone call the very next morning and they asked me a ton of questions including hand histories I answered and recollected uh, most of what was asked and gave the best answers I could. However, many days uh, it was after the win. Keep in mind, I played a ton of hands, multi-tabling, and playing other tournaments. That's not true unless he's talking about on other sites. Um, like We can go back and look at his 2022 history, and he only played one, one event each of those days on WSOP. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, it could be other sites. Yeah. What other sites? ACR? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I mean, the schedules don't align. You know, these WSOP events are late. They don't start till 5 p.m. West Coast. There's also just really good tournaments that go on at the same time as these. So it's like if you're multi-tabling, it would show right. up on right. WSOP like, as well. Right. right. Like, again, he's passing on a 500, the 500 or 6 max. He's passing on the 250. Right. Like the, and $100 sometimes even too, right? Probably more. There, there probably would have been like other notable events because they always do a great job of scheduling other like high buy-in events around high rollers. So, I mean, if you look at my play, for example, like here, we'll go and look at what I played those same days. And, you know, bear in mind, I also usually skip like the 250 because I'm just over it. Um... <laughs> So let's. So this would have been like October ish. Where's the 7K? Did I even play the 7K? I might not have. Um, Just to go on a small tangent yeah, here, Burke. Yep. Um, I think there's a common thread here in StarCraft growing up. Um, this is StarCraft Brood War, StarCraft 2, professional video gaming. We would. We would uh, bump into a lot of hackers on ladder and we would like into it that people are hacking while that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times there was a dissonance like you're, we're all seeing of the fundamental mechanics of what they're doing. So there are a couple different types of hacks that you could use, but the, the obvious one is going to be a map hack. So I'm trying to you know, bring some units across and then they intercept me perfectly. It's supposed to be a surprise attack. They're not surprised at all. There's units... Uh, a little bit ready, but there are these small little details um, that in their mechanics that stops them from being a professional player. Because if you think, oh, I, I can see the whole map, I can see everything, your movement, etc., you should be able to keep up with everybody. But it's where they're able to uh, expand at the right times. It's what their build order. It's what they're choosing to do on a higher level. Like, why are you going these units in particular? Why are you uh, constructing your base in this, this fashion? Because it's just so inefficient if you're trying to uh, just execute everything at a very fast time. And I think that's what we're seeing here, where it's uh, a breakdown of like several mechanics of choosing the right tournaments or what you're saying early in tournaments. I know people can fuck around, 
but it, there's a lot of dissonance here with this guy. Yeah, I mean, doesn't make sense. The, the real thing is that like there just seem to be a lot of inconsistencies here that, that I struggle with. So like on that same day uh, as the seven K, that's the only event that I played. There probably wasn't much else going on. It was a Monday, but on Tuesday I played uh, the two K that you know he got thirteenth in. I got sixth in it, uh, as well as the Tuesday showdown. And the only reason I didn't play anything else is because I was running deep in this. So it's like there were still two or three other options that you could have played. Whatever. Uh, again, like I'm not insinuating that this points to cheating. I'm just saying, like, kind of to Andre's point, there are certain inconsistencies that don't align with uh, don't align with the story that's being told. Mm -hmm. The story that's being told is I'm a grinder. You may not know who I am, but like I've put in the work, and this isn't a shocking result type of thing. But then whenever we look and double check the the notes, like that doesn't seem to be the case at all, unless it's like taking place somewhere completely else, like. Maybe he's playing on GG, maybe. But again, like now if if whatever, I don't I don't even want to get into the VPNing aspect of it because I don't think there's anything unethical about it. Um <clears throat> so I don't wanna I don't wanna move the goalpost of the of this conversation. Uh this thread gets long and a little bit long winded, but basically he just goes on to to kind of like pat himself on the back as far as uh how the tournament went out. So you know, he got blessed with the deck holding in a spot where he had aces in huge pots, yada, yada, yada. From the beginning, after getting a hold of the chip lead, I never looked back, almost going wire to wire with a little setback at the final table. Not to mention Jeremy Osmus bluffing away all of his chips to me, heads up. <laughs> Another thing I would love to clear stop, up. Stop bluffing, Jeremy. That's, that's why you got second. Uh, Another thing I'd love to clear up is I spent countless hours of various casinos playing some table games or poker. South Point was one of them. For those giving me shit playing at that point, firstly, let's look at the timestamps of when this most tournament took place. It was basically peak COVID. Uh, when casinos weren't running any tournaments. So uh, again, there's a lot of inconsistencies here. First of all, it's like to to insinuate that like uh, you didn't cheat because you held the chip lead wire to wire and Jeremy bluffed off his chips is like... He bluffed away. It's just a very wrecky thing to say. <laughs> so it's like, uh, fine, again, like you're welcome to be a wreck who got lucky in a tournament, but like that's not the narrative that's kind of being put out there. So again, it's like another slight inconsistency. And then uh, when he talks about like playing South Point Casino because it was peak COVID and there was nothing else going on, like that's not true. We can go back and look at the schedule. Venetian was firing 1600s uh, at, at that time and it was when the plexiglass was up. So there were other options uh, other than a daily $60 buy-in at the South Point. Yeah. I played and, that tournament last week. And again, it's like, bro, you're allowed to play a $60 tournament at the South Point. Right, like, yeah. It, None of this. You don't have to defend yourself. In that none way, of this in that matters. Way. What matters is that he's banned from WSOP, mm -hmm. right? So, so I'm giving all of these details basically to 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 paint a picture of like, is it possible that WSOP unjustly banned somebody based off of uh, a speculative accusation from a well-known high roller? What I mean. How many people do we know have been banned from WSOP? Not very many, right? Only ones that were pretty confident cheated. Not and not, the account still might like be there. I, this is the first time I've heard of an account getting banned from WSOP. Right. I think, Same. No, I there think, there are many. Yeah, I think this is the biggest part of the story here is the fact that WSOP actually canceled someone as far as bonds well, and their bracelets. Well, it happens. Well, no, no, no. He got the funds and the bracelet. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought he didn't. He no, did. He did. He did. Uh, it's it's a it's a logistical nightmare. So That's in regu said, in regulated 
it's very different than like what stars can do. Stars can mm -hmm. just like take the money, redistribute yeah. it as they see they fit. They have to go through the Nevada Gaming Commission Correct. and you know jump, jump demonstrate all these a ton hoops. of proof. Right. right. Exactly. So it's like uh, the burden of proof falls on them at that point if they want to seize funds and redistribute. Whereas they could just make a business decision yeah. if they feel like they have enough soft evidence that he probably cheated, but they can't necessarily quote unquote prove it. Yeah, I, I'm sure that the WSOP has their reasons, but I, I really wish they would. Um, you know, give the public a little bit more information. Yeah, or, I agree. Or just, you know, because it's like, okay, yeah, we banned him and we're not going to tell you why. So and we're he, not going to tell him why either. Right. So it's, it's just like leaves people like to just speculate and wonder and like, what was it be specifically because of this tournament? Was it something else? Well, we'll never, right. we'll never get those answers for right. two specific reasons. One legal. Uh, so there's a huge legality issue. If they like say, uh, we believe that you um, were ghosted, right? Well, that's just he said, she said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'll never be able to have... The, the burden of proof is on them to actually demonstrate that he was ghosted if, mm -hmm. if that is the case, it's right? Like, how do you know? Show me. And they just can't, right? right? It's, it's very similar to, like, the argument... I don't want to get back into this, but the whole argument with like the hand, yeah, uh, where everybody says like the burden of proof is on you as the accuser to prove that it was cheated. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah, that's true, but like a lot of the methodologies of how it could have been cheated, like signaling or uh, soft player collusion or, or right. whatever, or like a marked deck, mm -hmm. are all ways that we as the public will never be able to demonstrate yeah. that level of but, proof. But it, it, but then it goes to like, well, okay, they so they can't prove it, but. But they but can then, still then take they can you still, off the side. Yeah, they can yeah. still ban yeah, because you. they're a the private. Part. They're a private entity. Oh, I'm not saying where they have the right to do it, but I'm saying just like, well, we seems, we can't prove anything. Like right. they, they don't have unjust. enough evidence to prove it, but yet they're still going to go ahead and ban him. Well, you don't know if they have enough evidence. Yeah, we do because you said that they would that they're not coming forward because or they're not. There's a huge difference between proving something legally, yeah. and having enough confidence in something to to say that it likely happened. Yeah. There's a massive difference here. Right. Like, and as a private business, you can protect yourself and say, like, I have enough confidence to know that mm -hmm. you probably were yeah. ghosted, but, but I what, can't get a smoking gun here. Right. By like, what metric are they doing this? So the reason, the reason I think this is strange is I would obviously hate for, to have my account taken away from me as well. It's how, it's how I make a living. Um, if I were to bink some tournament or play something that I normally wouldn't play or I satellited into something... And someone just all of a sudden says, this guy never plays tournament. He's played five tournaments a year for the last six years. Something seems off here. Now, the part that messes with me is Jared said someone called him and specifically asked him about hand histories. I have broken down hand histories with very well-respected poker professionals. And they've cut me mid-sentence saying, I sound like Robbie Jade Lou when I'm trying to explain <laughs> what I'm doing. So who's this person on the other phone? making this decision as like well you know what it doesn't sound like he knows what he's doing well i doubt that it's a strategic uh yeah. phone call it's, it's yeah, probably it's, more so a recollection yeah type of thing well if they're asking about hand histories they want to know specifics right they want to know what he's thinking or, or they just want to know that you even remember the hands but that's like actually I, played I, can, them I, can go, I can go on record yeah, and say that that's like, a problem I, I played a tournament like two days ago and you could ask me about a hand and i same Probably have no idea like absolutely remember it right like so like you, you can't like i don't know like people's but it, it's different if it's a final table i doubt they're it. asking about a hand an hour and a half in pre-money yeah it's probably like you're at the final table and this spot came up it's like you play a hand or it's just like an all in pre where it's like you just win like a kings versus jacks and it's like hey like do you remember that hand when uh you knocked this person out you're like yeah I had kings yeah jacks 
It'll be something yeah. like that. Like, it'll be something memorable, I'm sure. But, like, that's not even, I think, the point where it's, like, if there's some sort of confidence or way that, like, you have some sort of proof where it's, like, you saw that maybe some apps are open, like a team viewer or something along those lines. And it's, like, hey, it's very possible something was going on, but we don't, we don't know how possible, but we're just mm-hmm. going to make this decision. That's on them as a, a private company where they, they're gonna, they don't have to say, hey, we know this happened. This is why we did what we did. Correct. Right. And, and, and that's the, that's go, yeah, the you're, point. Yeah, you're, you're right. And going back to this is the first that we've heard, it's like, well, yeah, that's just it. This is the first that we've heard, but this is the first guy to be banned. No, right. There are hundreds of accounts that are banned. We just don't hear about it because WSOP has a policy from a security mm-hmm. standpoint that they're never going to be public with any of this. And right. Do, do we know um, specifics of why Jeremy uh, or, or like what, what, what his suspicion was of being cheated outside of um, I don't recognize this name? I, I mean, we could go back. Uh, it would take some digging to go back to like the tweets from the day of, mm-hmm. but it was basically just like suspicious play where... Yeah. Like uh, someone's play is way too good when they play with them before and they've never seen something like this in their or, lives. Or like their play style changes drastically throughout the course of the tournament. Right. right. Like yeah. so I was playing him from like maybe twenty seven tables or twenty seven people on down. And right. When when there was three tables, he wasn't playing like this, and then all of a sudden there's fifteen people left, and all of a sudden he yeah. just starts playing well. All of a sudden he's four about not all like, with ace dues. He's yeah, and the thing like is too playing like, perfectly post flop with obviously, obviously we're speculating, but it's like say that right. WSOP caught him RTAing. Well, they don't necessarily want to send him an email and say that, like, we know that you used RTA because now it incentivizes him to go back to whoever, like, built him the RTA and say, like, it's detectable. Right. Uh, you know, like, fix it. Right. Yeah. Do a better job of making it uh, less detectable or figure out better ways to cheat. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're never going to no, divulge get, any I, information. Yeah, I, I get that aspect of why they keep it um, yeah, it makes sense. Know, in-house. Like, sure. as the company, you just get to have those things and... It figure sucks. it out within your own right it sucks from our standpoint mm-hmm. right um yeah because us as a community we want to know if these things are happening who is doing it well, i think we want to know the methods and that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i, right. I think we really want to be more clear as far as like what we have to protect ourselves against right. but again like in the small high stakes community we all have a relative idea so uh for instance when wsop ran the 10k uh main event online where the final table uh, was live was live, and you had to play it out. I know for a fact that there was like a half a dozen accounts that were bought by, by high stakes players. Uh, and like, I don't know the specifics. I just know that it happened, right? Why and, would you buy an account if that, that person had to then play, the, play it out live? Because at that point, you're a final table. Yeah. And you're, yeah, but you're, when all the money's on the line, well, they're not buying play. your account. Hmm? They're not buying your account. They're buying competent players. Based. They just wouldn't otherwise (laughs) think that they have much of an ROI in a 10K. I like the tortoise in the main. It's the tortoise in the (laughs) online main buy. It should buy my account. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 120% ROI. I mean, they wouldn't know a good deal if it smacked them in the face. (laughs) Also, also like... You guys are all going to find out. You'll see. Also, buying your account would be like uh, more of a red flag. Yeah. Right? So you just find like some mid-state grinder who otherwise wouldn't play a 10k and you give them like a small free roll plus uh an amount you know like i'll plus give you equity of the final table or whatever yeah it's what, well, that's what i'm saying a small free roll so you say like i'll give you like x percent and a few hundred dollars yeah. and let's get on a let's get on a skype call and i'll tell you what to do every single decision along the way and then they just do that at scale mm-hmm. you know they just run a dozen accounts in the event uh, that only has 150 runners yeah. And it's like one of them makes the final table and you just smash the ROI. 
So it's, uh, it's, it's one method that we're all hyper aware of and we try to be as uh, diligent as possible in policing it. Uh, the other is obviously like, you know, we think for a long time that there was uh, a fair amount of RTA being, being run. Uh, to how to what degree it was being run on WSOP, we don't know. And when we say fair amount, we're obviously talking about the most known accounts, right? A couple of people who we are certain have these devices, and to what degree they were scaling it, we don't know. Were they just the only ones using it? Maybe. Were they giving it to others? Who knows, right? Like they were putting in pretty low volume, so it seems more probable that uh, somebody else might have had access to it. But who knows? It's impossible to know. Yeah, so like just to kind of add on to like ideas of like the online and stuff that could like happen, like Dylan Lindy tweeted, similar experience for me this year, found out that the player that won the 3200 bracelet event in fall 2021 turned themselves and the other account user in for cheating, was told they can't discuss any actions, no money or bracelet awarded to those affected. And then Jeremy said, oh, I didn't know about that. And Dylan said, wasn't yeah, I, sure I, if I talked to you about I it before. I read this already. Yeah, but like just from an on like, there's other stuff that has happened that right right that, that, yeah that, that's yeah it would be nice i mean dylan obviously knows more than we do because he seems to know like specific people yeah uh when he says like you know this person was banned after that and then played and final table at an event a day or two later yeah uh so yeah I, look online's far from perfect yeah. we already um, knew that like you go into it knowing that these things are right uh possible and yeah i mean it comes down to like I hate to say it, but it's like there's almost an onus on WSOP to stop running big buy-ins, mm -hmm. right? It's like uh, I hate to see them go away, but like there's a monthly 5K that we all jokingly play, knowing that we're probably getting fucked. Yeah, because I it's a 20 to 30 person. Like I literally sweat the lobby and max late reg based off of how recognized I'm looking for it to be more reg heavy, right? Mm -hmm. Like I I only want to play it when I know every single person in the field. And the likelihood that they would be getting ghosted or RTA. It's like, oh, okay, there's 22 people in this field. I think I'm losing to 19 of them. But the two that I think I'm beating, I'm certain aren't cheating. So let's go. Right. Maybe we have a win rate, you know? Like, let's gamble. But then, you know, sometimes it runs and it, it, it actually breaks the guarantee. And it might have like 45 people or 50 people or something along those lines. It's like, fuck, man, I don't know 10% of this field. And that doesn't make a lot of sense for a 5K. Yeah. Right. Like showers, you know. Um, I, I don't know what the solution is moving forward uh, for this. Obviously, it would be nice to get better security, but at the end of the day, like ghosting is just always going to exist. And the problem is the not pro the twenty dollar freeze outs. That's what you think. That right now. That's what you think. My man, my man, Jay Striz is out there like <laughs> once a month just in the twenty dollar freeze out shipping that shit. It's such a good testing round too because nobody's ever going to accuse somebody of cheating at at that level. Um, but. The the problem is is that I still have 120 ROI. When <laughs> when ghosting was occurring pre -Black, pre Black Friday, it wasn't that big of a deal because it was just somebody else who might be more competent than the person at the at the helm. Um, but it's still speculative, right? Like they're just they're just guessing their way through strat. But now, if you're being ghosted, it's 99% likely that the person ghosting you is running Sims. Either running Sims or just like has some level of RTA available to them in in that moment, right? So you're not just getting advice, you know. You're not getting like a secondary voice telling you what they think a highest DB play is. You're getting a machine literally spitting out like this is the highest DB play according to ICM. Do it, 
right? And that is very difficult to overcome when the rest of us are freestyling. And also it's probably processed through a filter where, oh, this looks too body. So we're just going to stick with like this sizing. Or, or even better, uh, it gets processed through the filter of like, okay, well, after having observed 150 hands against this opponent, we're going to node lock this way for the RTA. Sure, yeah. Right. So it's like not only are they potentially getting real time information, but they're getting it with the caveat of like, okay, I have it locked for when you're playing against Berkey. He's 3% too wide from the button and uh, we're going to adjust accordingly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, like it's brutal, but it's only affecting high stakes players. So uh, that's good, sort of. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, right. In the general ecosystem of things, like that's good, sort of. It hurts the scale of everybody. and it's less it bad than yeah. it being, like, community-wide. Yeah. It hurts the scale because, you know, the trajectory of growing now, if you're on the low stakes, as, uh, aspiring to get up, is less than. Um, but it only affects a very small, small fraction of those of us who are in the pools. And if high stakes dies on something like WSOP.com, it's not going to affect the, the overall ecosystem at all. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. Like when you get guys like Jeremiah playing two five, that's fucking brutal. <laughs> like <laughs> this kid's winning at two hundred, four hundred live, and you have to sit him at your two five six max table. Like it's tough to have a win rate if you're somebody who's like just properly rolled for only those stakes, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Poker's poker's hard in this regard. Game selection is getting tougher than ever. Stick to live. Go to the casino, look people in the face, tell them they suck. <laughs> it's infinitely better. Tell them they suck. Infinitely better. Agree. Berkey. I'm just looking at these two, like, zoned out on their computer and phone. I'm, 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 not, I'm just, you know, we're doing some research. He's getting in the main. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing some research. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us today uh i don't know that we necessarily came to any conclusions other than uh, I mean, we can't right keep, keep your head there, on a there's swivel. no conclusion to come well there to. is a conclusion he got banned yeah uh i mean the end all be all is he got banned and the the bigger discussion i think is like what is the probability that wsop uh unjustly banned him i would guess very low yeah I would think it's probably pretty low. I don't think that they're just going to hear a complaint from Osmus and ban I mean here here's the thing like I've uh I've complained about people that I'm like very highly confident are cheating but I don't have any smoking gun and they're still playing. So, you know. Sure. You like go. we all complained about right. Ali and that account stayed open yeah, for I, ages. I, I also Sounds don't good. think that that's how WSOP operates where it's like, what this High profile player says this and they're like, okay, you're banned. It doesn't, they don't work that way. Yeah. I mean, the other thing deeper. too is like, you can, you can cross check a lot of the things that he states his claim. Uh, so like when he says he got whacked during the WSOP summer, uh, they can pull like WSOP.com can certainly pull his play mm -hmm. and see like how he did in the summer events. Yeah. It's like, did he actually get whacked? I don't know. Like, not for like there's nothing for there's no open resource for us to know we can't go to the hendon mob and see like oh he just bricked out like 30 events but wsop can look yeah you know and if like that doesn't align then yeah a lot of things don't add up um so yeah i don't know i i'm glad to see things being policed uh i hope for the sake of both wsop and jason that he actually was cheating uh because it would be very very you know to guapo's point very uh unsettling to say the least, if he's just like completely innocent 
and uh, kind of getting a bad rap. Um, the challenge is that like he'll always be able to claim that innocence, even if he is guilty, because we won't find a smoking gun for this type of thing. Right. I got a question for you guys before we actually close out the show. Would you actually have that? I, I know you're saying, oh, it's very bad, but would you rather have that type of error or the other error where you let cheaters go? Uh, we're we're tough, going man. back to the, the you know, like... I, the, it's oh, tough. I, I've always been of the mindset that I'd rather let a murderer walk free than an innocent man spend a day in jail. Um, I think less harm is caused. But, uh, you know, I think I'm thinking that more from a... Less from a practical mindset and more from a uh human if we're talking about like the ecosystem of poker which what what benefits more it's close it's close because it's similar to the conversation we were having with henry the other day where when you start to over police yeah you you begin to ruin everything that makes the game beautiful sure um but uh, again like i'm not i'm not really an expert when it comes to uh how to clean up the online environment because it's just sullied by technology. And there's nothing we can really do about that. We can just be aware that it's making it far, far more complicated to uh, run games on the up and up, right? It's like, I've, I've sung the praises of regulated online poker for years, saying like, if I was gonna invest my money anywhere, it would be in a regulated site, not an unregulated one. But the lines are starting to get pretty fucking blurry between the security of an unregulated uh, atmosphere versus regulated yeah i don't necessarily know that i feel that much more confident in a regulated uh aside from my money i know my money is safe which is probably the most important thing to defer to at this point but it's like whether i'm on gg or uh acr or stars or wsop whatever the case may be it's like i know that some percentage uh of rtaing is getting through it's just like how much and how much of my win rate is actually yeah. getting sucked from it. And the sensitivity of those errors, like catching that or adjusting the, the, the percentage of um, like reducing the errors mm -hmm. on both sides costs so much money. So much. So much. So much. So much. And the, the lack of transparency that any of these sites have to the, to the consumer allows them to skirt that cost. Right? Like we just assume that it has to be hyper vigilant and uh, secure, but it doesn't. You know, you can just put on a face and just say like, look, man, I did a cost benefit analysis here and it's going to cost us 300 million to keep up with the RTAs. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, we can just save that money. <laughs> and as each one gets kind of found out, we just deal with it and say yeah. that our detection is getting better. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why I was thinking it might be a lot more efficient for them to just start banning and you know, get a couple of innocent people that get banned, but still start banning like that because it's, it's brutal, just though. cheaper. It's yeah. I know it, it's brutal, but it's just cheaper that way. Yeah, it's just such a bad consumer experience. Like it, it would be then not worth it as like I would just personally I would just stop playing WSOP.com altogether, period, because I wouldn't want to run the risk of getting banned from the live events. Mm. Right. So it's like suddenly I rip off a score. And somebody calls it into question and their policy is just to like be quick to ban. Right. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, fuck me. I might've just cost myself like seven or eight figures in EV over my lifetime because I was playing a stupid small buy-in tournament online that was sure. worth, you know, a fraction of that. Yeah. I think WSP <sighs> thought about this too. I, I highly doubt that they did it without some pretty solid evidence. Yeah. Now, it might've been just like, oh, we caught that you had, you know, <clears throat> 
uh, team viewer open while right. this was going. Yeah, it could have just been like really sloppy cheating. Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, from my point of view, it seems like one of two things is true. Either it was like incredibly easily detected because the ban came quickly. It was very swift, right? It took two days. He couldn't play the third event or the second event thereafter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So either it was really sloppy cheating and they were right on fucking top of it, or there was a lot of small indicators uh, throughout the course of his account history that led them to believe this something the suspicious. The, the straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, that something suspic suspicious mm -hmm. was already going on. <laughs> and then suddenly it was just like, okay, enough's enough. Like now that he's being accused, I think right. we have just cause to kind of go forward with it. Okay, no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't do himself any favors getting 13th in the next event. Like, That's rich coming from you. Yeah. <laughs> Take a day off, mate. You got to keep finding ways to use all of them in the... Grow up. We have to find a way to use all of them in a podcast. All the things we got to find that list them. again. Yeah. I know. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we're one week out from our 200th episode. So next or sorry, next Thursday is going to be our big blowout 200th. I'm not sure yet what we're going to do. We're going to talk to the team about it today. Uh, I do have a pretty high degree of confidence that the majority of us will be here for that one. Uh, we might do some special guests, maybe have a couple special segments. We'll see. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned for that. If you haven't already, be sure to head to academy.solferwide.io if you're interested in getting a seat for the February Academy. Uh, March dates will be announced soon. So we still have two seats available for February 2nd through 5th. Uh, we're going to be announcing dates somewhere near the middle to end of March, uh, probably starting next week. If you have any interest in that, uh, head over to academy.solferwide.io, as I mentioned. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back with our final show of the week tomorrow. We'll see you all then. Peace. Peace.